0: are super bad. Welcome. This is the Fright Club podcast. I'm Hope Madden. And I'm George Wolf. And this week, this week probably the area of horror movies that we disagree the most, and yes. that is so bad, it's good. <laughs> or uh, in, in my case, no, it's just bad. <laughs> uh, but is, we're going to have a lot of fun with this. And actually, it's kind of funny. I say uh, we're back because we were on vacation last week. Even though we had a show, we recorded that. That one uh, before we left for vacation And because of that we didn't get the chance To say a huge thank you For that big surprise we got While we were on vacation
1: That's right the Columbus Horror Group uh, And mainly I think the drivers behind that Are uh, listeners uh, Bridget Oliver and John Dean yep. longtime Fright Clubbers They and, and a bunch of other people Put together like a fan pick list Their favorite movies from any of the podcasts That we've ever done And, and then uh, Screen Relish because they're awesome. Craig Hunter, as you remember, co-hosted our British yeah. uh, podcast. at Relish.com. He, relish. he com. runs Screen com, which we both write for. And he posted it on Screen Relish. And awesome. it was yeah. so cool. It was so great. And we want to thank everybody who was involved in that. Claire, Adam, other Adam. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> so as you know, as we sat there by the pool in Key West sipping our margaritas, we thoroughly enjoyed it. So, I mean, we can't thank you enough. It was great. I, and, and they found out, as John told me, what... It's a lot of work. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, it was it was fantastic. Thank you so much. It was it was a blast. And again, great job, great picks. Yeah, uh, by the way, those movies that you picked are a lot better than the movies that we're going to talk about today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> These are
0: good in their own way. Let me tell you that this is uh, so bad. It's you know what though. Good. Real quick
1: though, There's is a that, question
0: mark after good? Is there so bad? It's good. <laughs> no, good. Go
1: well, because then uh, we also want to thank everybody who came out for compliance. Yeah, we had our live event last week, and uh, and it was associated with our true crime podcast. We showed compliance. We want to thank everybody who came out. It was a great time. It's a great movie. One lady left, Right,
0: and which I think Brandon uh, said, "Well,
1: then you've done your job." That's right. right? <laughs> One woman left, and she said, "I hate this movie." And then yeah, Frank well, Clever Brandon said, yeah, it, is "It is uncomfortable." Uh, it is. It definitely but that was is. That's the point.
0: Yeah. So. We're looking forward to the next Fright Club Live, and that is going to be Shaitan. That's right. Right? Looking forward to that one. Looking forward to that one. And
1: and, and it's funny. So, Corey Metcalf, who co-hosted the Aussie Horror with us, he's another podcaster at Golden's Viral Media, he threw out a good idea. And that was uh, a movie that we had missed on the uh, true crime, and that was the old Russell Crowe yes, romper stomper. Romper, stomper. So, yeah, leave it to him to come up with a great Aussie horror movie that we missed. And I'll be
0: honest, I totally forgot Russell Crowe was in that. Yeah, me too. I remember when it came out, it caused a lot of stir, How the violence, you know, and, that it talked about, and that whole neo-Nazi kind of yeah. uh, skinhead kind of thing going on, which at the time was very unknown. Right. Uh, and that, that movie came out and kind of blew the lid off of it and I totally, so our, our bad on that, yeah. totally forgot. Good call. Good call. That's definitely one that should be in the discussion. But uh, yeah, uh, the next Fright Club Live, <laughs> uh, s- uh, Wednesday, September the 10th, uh, it's going to be Shaitan, Uh, Yeah, great!
1: One of those great weirdo French horror movies starring Vincent Cassel. Oh my God, it's such a as you like to say, batshit crazy, batshit crazy Uh, in a good way. Uh,
0: The the question this week, though, is it a good way or a bad way for these (laughs) movies? It's so bad, it's good with a question mark because honestly, this is where we disagree the most. I mean, we talk to a lot of people, obviously, about horror movies, and you come across, rightly so. As the bigger fan than I am, you, you know the history more, you're writing books, you, this is really your area. And sometimes people, I think, just assume, maybe I don't like them. I do like you them. You do like them. I like them, like them very you much. do like them. What I don't like are a lot of these movies, yeah. because... So bad it's good. There are some so bad it's good movies for me. In fact, one on this list right. I, I thoroughly agree with. But uh, a lot of them I just view as a waste of my time. Right. And- <laughs> I know.
1: He's not one for ironic enjoyment. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. And this is, the, but this is a category. This is an area where uh, my twin sister and I. These are the movies we loved to watch when we were kids. We watched so many bad horror movies. Really bad ones, and we loved it. And it's funny because you know, in the '80s, it was not hard to come by a really bad horror movie. We watched them all the time, and um, and and so I remember thinking how unusual it was when you and I were first seeing each other that we didn't. That, I mean, that you didn't. That, I mean, we had uh, we have a lot in common movie wise, and you didn't really care for them. And some of the ones I'll tell you the truth. Let me let me. Uh, so this is going to be the first top list where there's a movie on here I'm opposed to having on here. And...
0: Because I, I'm sorry, I was pausing for like the, the crescendo of thunder or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I allowed it. I allowed it on here, even though I'm opposed to it. And but I want to, I want to, so a couple of things. Number one, um, if they were meant to be bad in the first place, if that's how they were made is for like a camp factor, that that doesn't count. We only like so bad it's good if they're actually bad and they mean to be good. They're trying <laughs> their hardest to be good and they just don't make it. And then a couple of like the like the all time classics in this, right? Troll 2, obviously, Plan 9 for outer space. I didn't put them on here They're obvious choices and, and they're great And they're super fun to watch But I didn't put them on yeah, here because... Ed Wood
0: is, is sort of his own category Exactly Of So yeah, Bad It's yeah. Good uh, But uh, we have Fuzzy Math again this week For a good reason though It's the top six, top five So Bad It's Good uh, And let's start right off the bat With one that I just can't stand uh, And it's from 1977 how, how do you pronounce the actual name? hausu Sue or house
1: I see in your eyes Tomorrow is hiding in my heart.
0: First of all, what about that trailer? You've got that song. It's like the Bay City Rollers or somebody. I know everybody's going. I'm dating myself. That was like the late '70s. But and then it goes right into that the, the, the guy house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I cannot stand this movie. It when we watched it, I remember the night we watched it, and it didn't take long before I'm going, what? Uh, I I can't stand it. Um, the you said it's got these girls, and they're they got funny <laughs> names. One of them's named Happy or or Matt. <laughs>
1: Gorgeous fantasy, sweet melody, kung fu, and Mac. Mac, Mac yeah. is the one who eats a lot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. and they're going to see their aunt yep, or somebody. Yep, and it's like
1: spring break, and they're going to go stay <sighs> at one of the girls' auntie's house. And of course, the, the aunt's house this is a haunted house. And right.
0: It, and the piano ends up
1: eating one of them. <laughs> and um,
0: <laughs> I have total, total disregard and and dislike for this movie. Uh, and so right now, I've probably lost a lot of people. Oh, I can just. What are you talking about? I love this movie. No. Oh, and here's the
1: thing. This is the one I didn't want on the list because I don't think it's bad. I think, I don't think it's a bad movie. Really? Yeah. This came up uh, a few years ago. I co-programmed an Asia Extreme Festival at uh, Gateway Film Center. And I remember running into senior feminist correspondent, Melissa Starker, and she was like, I'm so happy that House is on the list. And I said, it's funny because George said, I can't believe they put House on the list. And I was like, who's they? Who's they? I put it on there. Yeah.
0: This idiotic panel. (laughs) But yeah, okay, so, I mean, make your case. Mine is just, it's, it's dumb, it's boring, it's, it's silly, I, I can't stand it. So go ahead, make your case.
1: It is silly. And, you know, for me, so, um, Takashi Miike made a movie called The Happiness of the Katakoris, which is a great movie, and it's sort of if the sound of music involved a lot more death and carnage I mean it's just a silly weird and so well, for me well that would have been a better movie no no, it is a better movie I think you would like that one better but but for me it's like if Pee Wee's Playhouse married Happiness of the Katakuris and they had a baby it would be house now see I, you know I love Pee Wee's Playhouse I know you do, I, do but this, I know I'm I'm tugging at your heartstrings right there
0: something about this movie I just you know it's, it's like in that uh, in that uh, skit You know, 12 Angry Men Inside Amy Schumer where Paul (laughs) Giamatti says, her ass makes me
1: furious.
0: (laughs) This movie just makes me furious. It It really does. He hates
1: this movie so much.
0: I hate it. (laughs) So, uh... (laughs)
1: <laughs> so that's uh, that's
0: from 1977. That is uh, number six in our top six, top five. Now this one, here we go. It's this is a good se- segue because number five is the one that I'm actually on board with, uh, and that is from 1980, and it's Motel Hell. You want us to uh, register? No, that won't be necessary.
1: What are you doing on hair curls? What oh. 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 Vincent.
0: I think in the years to come, people will appreciate us for what we're doing here.
1: Did you hear it at the end? Listen, listen again.
0: You're right there. That's that. That's that noise they're making when they're it's buried, the and the and the bags are over their heads. It's like John Ratzenberger it's, yeah. and the rest of uh, uh, the
1: Baghead gurgle.
0: Yeah, this one <laughs> totally totally belongs on a so bad it's good, and it's of course Motel. Hello, but the light is out. That's right, uh, because you know,
1: hello is a great
0: name for a motel.
1: But uh, <laughs> takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. Yeah, you know?
0: and Farmer Vincent, of course, Rory Calhoun. Yeah,
1: fifties heartthrob Rory Calhoun. Popping Boy, up. yeah,
0: as Farmer his, Vincent. His
1: career took a nosedive. Yeah,
0: so there. Uh, but this is this is definitely for me a classic. So bad it's good. Uh, it's 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 campy, but yet it's funny, and uh, and it's, it's stupid, it's but stupid. It's, but
1: it's it's gross and it's kind of scary. I mean, that's the thing. It, for me, it's that gurgly noise.
0: Mm-hmm and it's that before they, somewhat in the same way we talk about the bag from audition. Mm-hmm. When you see those bags yeah. Yeah. and they're moving, and then finally when the guy finally pulls one off, I mean you've probably figured out what what they are anyway. But that's a cool image. It is.
1: It is. I mean, and you know, there's a good body count in this one. You know, I mean, there's some inventive. They do some things in this movie that they hadn't really done before this movie and and while this was a, it didn't make any money and it it's it's kind of a comedy horror but it's it, it, but but the, other films have stolen certain things like the chain across the road that causes your tire to go flat yeah, so yeah, they, yeah. I mean there you know there are a lot of things about this and then of course this steals things from other movies from Texas Chainsaw Massacre in particular but um I'm going to tell the story and I'll try to be brief. The fir- my first sleepover, Melinda Hirschberger's <laughs> house, when, when we were 10, this movie was on TV and we watched it. And we all like nine, you know, 10-year-old girls eating Doritos pretending we weren't afraid. And one by one, like we all would just go hide in the bathroom. But she had- <laughs> Melinda Hersberger had a, a guinea pig and it made like that same gurgly noise. And so the bathroom was not the respite from fear we thought it would be.
0: Writer's embellishment to the end of the story. And that guinea pig's name
1: was Vincent. <laughs> 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 but it was a pivotal moment in my life because that was the first horror movie I'd ever seen, and I just loved it. Um and so <laughs> sought those things out after. Actually, it's the first time I ever saw the Pee-Wee Herman show as well. So I wow. owe everything to Melinda Hirschberg. That was a big night. Um uh,
0: Yeah, you're right. This this movie stopped short of of being an out and out horror comedy although although you know what with a with a little work this could be a, that could be a nice remake and make it a <laughs> horror comedy it could but still it's it's good enough i think for me to to, to qualify as a, as it's, a entertaining. So- it it is is. it's entertaining it is it's entertaining
1: beginning to end yeah yeah
0: especially when you especially when you take into account you've got you know Roy Calhoun and then there's you know there's um
1: Cliff Clavin, oh, right, yeah, Cliff
0: Clavin uh, from Cheers. John Ratzenberger yeah, is in yeah. the one of the bags on head. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so that was that gets the thumbs up for me. I think maybe the only one on this list. No, Num- <laughs> number five from 1980. It's Motel Hell. Uh, moving on. So bad it's good. Uh, number four, and well, no, this one. Okay, this okay, one. Gets I was the, gonna say. Yeah, this one we've talked about before. I forgot this was on the list, and how could I? From 1983, Sleepaway Camp. Welcome to Sleepaway Camp. Someone is watching you.
1: Hey, Baba Reba!
0: Someone is waiting for you. Help me! Someone wants to scare you to death. Sleepaway camp. You won't be coming home.
1: I love this movie you know it's funny as i just i'm gonna say that a hundred times in this sense. i love all of these movies but i love sleepaway camp it's another one that we watched obsessively as children and and it's it's bad it's a bad film the acting is bad the performances are i mean but but it's so subversive and weird and it doesn't even seem to realize that it's being subversive and weird
0: well as we've as we've mentioned before it's got one of the all-time great final shots oh yeah not only for what the content of the shot, but that they just stop, yeah, and just stop on the face, oh yeah, and the look on the face,
1: oh it's awesome. brilliant it's brilliant. Just
0: awesome, but you're right, it's so it's so bad, it is this one is so bad, but I'll give it to you, so bad, it's good,
1: oh, it's totally good, you can't turn away from it, you have to, and it's and it's not I mean, I thoroughly enjoy this movie. I love everything about this movie, and as we' said before, they've made some sequels they're they're subpar, the only reason to watch them is that Pamela Springsteen, Bruce springsteen's sister plays, yeah, Angela. A grown-up Angela. Uh, but it's, um, yeah, it's the weirdest movie, and it's one where its it actually is a little unsettling. You know, yeah. it's like actual horror creeps into this, and you're like, oh, God.
0: Yeah, because you've got that classic camp yeah. setting. It's always happening at camp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the places they go, yeah, you're wondering, wow. Wh- <laughs> 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 but I can definitely understand how it's become the the cult yeah. sort of classic that it has. And yeah. not just for that. Everybody goes straight for that ending and, and rightly so.
1: No, but you got to watch the whole yeah, thing. You watch Everything whole thing. about it. You're like, it's a tip of the hat. Like, it's just like you said, like, Oh, you, you went there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, then other movies aren't going there. So I'll, <laughs> I'll give you credit for that. Nice. <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that could maybe be
0: its own little subgenre of summer, su- camp, summer wh- camp horror. Yeah. And there, there's another one that you wanted to talk about that I haven't seen that kind of falls in, under this heading.
1: Yes, and it's more of a it's trying, I think, to be campy, but it still does a bad job of it. And Leaf Garrett stars, so I think I have. Oh, yeah, Leaf Garrett back uh, back as his career was starting to wane, he made Cheerleader Camp, and it's so bad. And and the cheer, the cheering, that's I think what pushes it over the cliff. You just think, well, you just have no respect for cheer. That's all I can say about this movie. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh. it's it's awful in 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 a good way. So not 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 awful or good enough to make the actual list, but you know what, if you if you're in the mood, I, I would say have a look.
0: Leaf Garrett Cheerleader Camp. That's you right. you know, you got you hooked me. <laughs> uh, that that's number 4, uh, Sleepaway Camp. Number 3 from 1976, and this is one that I often bring up when we talk about this with other people. I always say, you know, I don't like the movies like this, <laughs> Squirm, from 1976. This was the night of the crawling terror. squirm, they came to feed on human flesh. You sweat, but you don't dare move. You want to scream, but you can't. Terror grips every nerve in your body. Your heart beats so fast, it feels like it's going to burst. Pure fright. Rated R. You know, we've gotten far enough in the countdown now that I think we have to go back and pick a new theme song. We had what? we had James Brown's "Super Bad," and now we've got to go to this.
1: Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes,
0: bad is bad. Sometimes, Huey Lewis, bad is bad, and. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is not bad. Squirm, Squirm is, is great. Bad. Squirm is great. Squirm is great. It's one of the many uh, possibilities for this countdown. Where some sort of uh you know electric. In this case, the electrical storm is nothing nuclear. You know, and and uh, it hits the ground and it causes all of the worms to become ravenous meat eaters, and they bore into your face and turn you into a madman so that you're breaking up your ex-girlfriend's dates with a clearly like woody allen-esque new new yorker who came to southern rural georgia to date a now
0: (laughs) i i ask you fright clevers is she just making my case no she's making my case right now that's what you just did
1: there are several scenes in this movie where what they do with the like piles and piles of worms is very effective it it is the noise the gummy noise they make and just the squirminess that is it's gross it's super gross it's very uncomfortable it makes you want to pick your feet up off the floor um i love this movie this is one that i saw for the first time when i was a kid on fritz the night owl i saw it on fritz the night owl and 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 loved him for it and i loved the movie ever since i will watch squirm all day long what are they they're parasites no, squirm is just worms. They're just regular they're just earthworms. Worms. Yeah, they're okay. just regular earthworms. And a uh, and a power surge, like a, a you know a lightning bolt, hits the ground and <laughs> turns them all uh, man hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. But,
0: yeah, uh, but uh, this one. There's a couple others uh, in this same. That you would also
1: hate. That I would yeah, hate. Yeah. That you would also hate. One I've actually never talked about before in the podcast. Parasite. Is what it's called, and it stars a young bib overall wearing Demi Moore actually, and it is so bad. Oh my God, it's so bad. And you know what? Um, one of the Runaways. uh, I think Sheree Curry is in that. No way. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. She plays like a badass motorcycle about to die girl, (laughs) Sheree Curry. I'm pretty sure. Yes, that is. Parasite? Parasite. Ugh. And then another one that I really like, uh, which is actually pretty offensive, honestly. The rest of the movies on this, they're bad and good, but not really offensive. Humanoids from the Deep is, it's full on. It's offensive. Uh, it's, you know, it's like a, you know, like, a, like a sea monster kind of a movie, and the Humanoids from the Deep. But they're not interested in, in uh, killing you and eating you. They, they're very horny. <laughs> humanoids need women. So, um, you know, so keep that in mind if you decide that you want to check it out. But it's uh, it's bad and entertaining, and it's so full of like really politically incorrect attempts at political correctness. It's just so. Well, that, that, that's stupid. just the seventies. That's right. You know, <laughs> a lot of feathered hair. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, it's
0: great. Squirm from nineteen seventy six, if you can believe it. That's just only number three, and even we're going to jump ahead. 12 years, but uh, it seems like almost the same movie. Uh, No. No? Uh, It's kind of the same type of monster from, yeah, from 88, Slugs, the movie. First, they got into the water system. Now, they'll get into your system. Oh, my God! They ooze. There's something down there that's killing me. They slime. We got a new dead body showing up every 10 minutes. They kill. We're dealing with a mutant form of slug here. a kind that eats meat. It has three or four rows of teeth. Slugs. It may be the most shocking movie you will ever see. Slugs actually come to think about it i think this is the one that i quote the most this is the one you hate where I this say, is the yeah, one you hate yeah slugs no i'm not in i'm yeah. not i'm in with that and i think uh, other times i make something up like land of the giant spiders or something <laughs> something that may, that's not the one with william shatner that's no. uh, i forget anyway but it's but it's close uh, but so slugs the movie yeah, i bring this up a lot because again no no redeeming content for me
1: this is another one this I, I think if i have to pick one that would be the one that joy and i together love the most uh, it's it's slugs the movie um, and 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 it opens up with a very like the very Hitchcock sort of a soundtrack I suppose to try to make you think of birds because it's one of those like when animals attack kind of a movies and that's not you know the only thing it has in common with birds because I'm, I'm sure they both were made using cameras don't you blaspheme in here don't you blaspheme in here they're
0: made no. using cameras.
1: <laughs> There is a scene where, uh, like, it's a super close up where it's like a finger and a slug (laughs) with teeth that come after the finger. (laughs) And the best thing about this movie, oh my God, there are so many great things about this movie. But the best thing is the the lead uh, the, the lead character. It, it's uh, it, it's an actor named Michael Garfield, but his character is Mike Brady. <laughs> Perfect. And the thing that you notice right away is that the slugs seem to really hate men with like thick lustrous curls, and they're everywhere because it was like the time of you know Magnum PI. So like every guy in this movie has like this thick head of curly hair, and the slugs are just and Mike Brady does. As would the actual Mike Brady from the Brady Bunch had he been in the show. And this guy is so wildly unlikable. You just hate him and his puffy coat wearing wife. You just hate them. And he just bulldozes through everything. And the best thing is finally discover all the slugs are like in a sort of pod. Like they all live in this one area in the sewer. And you demean, like even when I was like nine, I'm thinking, so what, you just like gonna dump a bunch of salt? Like exactly. right there? Exactly. No. Where
0: is the big salt shaker? Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's just gonna. He literally explodes the entire town from beneath. He just shoves all kinds of bombs in the shoes. And then he embraces his wife lovingly. And you're like, I think maybe an arrest is more in order than that hug. But Mike Brady, good for you. Oh, my God. It's so much fun.
0: You know, when you tell on someone, you're really telling on yourself. (laughs) More wisdom from Mike Brady. Again, I I have to say, you just continue to make my case. I think
1: you're wrong. I think people who are listening right now are saying to themselves, I've got to see that movie. (laughs) I think they are, and they are right. Like
0: how you cannot stop from looking at a wreck as you you drive by, (laughs) one of those
1: type of things? Well, this is funnier than a wreck.
0: (laughs) I hope so. But you know, I notice notice here in in your notes, right under Mike Brady, uh, you've got another one that I just hate. And that's the Manitou. No,
1: that's right. That almost made this list that, that movie
0: is ridiculous. Oh my
1: God, it's so ridiculous. Tony Curtis and uh, and his girlfriend has a cyst on the back of her neck <sighs> that is going to eventually give become birth. an Indian <laughs> give birth to a
0: full grown Indian. Man. I mean, <laughs> it is. It's laughable, and it, it's not trying to be laughable at all. And it's from 1978. Yeah, that should be that. That that movie is. Awful. It's really funny. It's, it's just offensively bad. It
1: is offensive. That's why yeah. it made it in the. Yeah, it, it is offensive. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, uh, it's, it's William Girdler though, who's one of the. I mean, he's one of the the seventies. He, he was a director. Just turned him a lot. He did Grizzlies. He did uh um um uh, the Black Sarcist. You Ooh. know. Yeah. Uh, he did. I mean, he just did dozens of terrible horror movies well, in the seventies. This is one. It has
0: to be the worst. It's just it'll pop up on, I don't know, we're flipping channels or whatever, I don't know what channel it's on, the bad movie channel, and uh, I'm like, oh, there it is, there comes the Indian right out of her back, boy, look how scary that is, uh, just just stupid as all get out, so that that uh, falls under the uh, kind of in with slugs at number two, and number one, <laughs> number one, you know what, let's just not even say it, let's just play the clip.
1: By themselves, they are only a harmless pussycat. A thousand strong, to become a man-eating machine. After seeing this terrifying movie, you will never be able to look another cat in the eye. The management of this theater offers free burial insurance to anyone who dies of fright during the film. Caskets are optional on the West Coast. When the cats are hungry, run for your lives.
0: 1972, night of a thousand cats. Oh and my God! You got the guarantee. There's for what is it? Free burial insurance. That's right. But not available on the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that some kind of political statement? <laughs> I, I don't know because, but it but you know, the, the trailer is full of you know very solid <laughs> scientific facts. Like <laughs> when you get a thousand cats together, they become an eating machine. Isn't <laughs> that <never> been proven? <laughs> time and time again oh my lord
1: you know the funniest thing about that trailer is that this movie really does not have very much to do with cats at all (laughs) which is crazy isn't it right so there's and but here's my favorite part and you're gonna love this so the main character the sort of chopper pilot playboy monk cat lover (laughs) hugo (laughs) guess the name of the actor who plays hugo Hugo Stiglitz that is correct, yes, for inglorious bastards fans, you know, and we 're going to talk about another movie in a second. Quentin Tarantino is such a phenomenal fan of of B movies, grindhouse movies, bad horror movies that he just he just they seep into all of the movies that he makes, and so he has this big section in Glorious bastards, Hugo Stiglitz right uh-huh. well, that is actually the name of the actor who st- and or mannequin who stars in this movie, Night of a Thousand Cats, which I just love that fact, and yeah. what he does. Is he takes his chopper and he flies to the mainland because he lives on some island because he's a monk, flies to the mainland and he choppers down to these pools like a, a backyard pool where a lovely woman is sunbathing. And he takes his And it's just so funny. So the the, the, the wind from the chopper blade is just blowing patio furniture and towels hither and yon and he up from the chopper cockpit he's just mouthing flirtatious things to these women and then he (laughs) drops like a ladder and they get in (laughs) and then he flies them back to his island he decapitates them and he puts their head in a jar and, and eventually cats kill people it's um it's amazing. It's amazing. It is an amazing movie, and I know that there are a lot of movies that um, you just think to yourself, "This is a bad movie. It's not worth it." I promise you. I promise you, this movie is worth it.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Let me do. Since you brought up Hugo Stiglitz and um, you brought up Quentin Tarantino, let me just say really quickly: if you're excited about. Christmas this year for an extra reason, and that's because it's going to be the release of Quentin Tarantino's new one, The Hateful Eight. And you haven't seen the first official trailer. It's on our uh, Facebook page. We put it on, it's it's Mad Wolf Columbus on Facebook, and uh, the first official trailer for The Hateful Eight dropped uh, last week, and so we're so excited about this movie It looks awesome Looks awesome, so check that out if you haven't But
1: Actually, I wanted to talk about Quentin Tarantino for one extra minute okay. It's another really great bad movie that didn't make this list called, um, uh, called Slumber Party Maskers from 1982 And it's terrible And you would like it because they talk about the Cleveland Browns constantly And nice. for no good reason No good it's reason so, at all The whole movie is so ridiculous um, Yeah, one of the girls at the Slumber Party is in love with Brian Seip Brian Seif who The was cardiac the quarter, kid Who was Seif. the quarterback In what 82 I guess When this got made Well yeah He was in the, in
0: the early 80s He was the big cardiac uh, Kids uh, quarterback so, No one yeah. cares
1: uh- <laughs> So, but what's great about this movie is that at one point, so there's a murderer, and one of the girls runs down the basement, and there's this big assortment of like power tools and tools and swords, and she just goes one by one oh. by one until she picks the big sword that she wants to kill this guy with, which he pulls verbatim for Pulp Fiction yeah. for the scene. Yeah,
0: exactly yeah. for the gimp down the there. Gimp. They, yeah, yeah. It's, uh. I
1: mean, it's 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 just cool if you're a fan of bad horror. It's just cool to see exactly how he does it. He does it just so brilliantly
0: yeah he's he's brilliant and he he does he'll do things like that and then he'll do things like uh, f- you know a frame an entire sequence or a set piece in the style of an Oh, yeah. o- of oh, an older oh, yeah. type genre, was, yeah. and he's, he's just—he's just so great. This we're going to turn into a you know Quentin Tarantino love fest. But anyway, the point is, if you haven't seen the trailer for the Hateful Eight, uh, check it out on our uh, on our Facebook page. And if because- you
1: haven't seen Night of a Thousand Cats, <laughs> do yourself a favor and check it out. It's actually it runs—you can find it in its entirety on YouTube. Le- okay,
0: we'll strike a compromise. See all the movies on this list except House. No, I think you would like House, listeners. Actually, he,
1: he made a face at me as if he was shocked that I would believe
0: that. <laughs> no, what I've done, I've no, I've just that just put it out on top of everybody's list is what just happened. <laughs> oh, I've got to see this. <laughs> if they're fighting, if they're fighting this much about this movie,
1: <laughs> well, you know what? You should you should see it and yeah. then tell us what Get you back think. Back to me, yeah. yeah am, am I right or is George right? You what do you? I already know House? who's
0: going to win. <laughs> You're going to win, and I'm going to be off in the corner with all my friends. You know, just reassuring myself that no. It is really bad. It's
1: not. <laughs> it's very enjoyable. You
0: know what? This is this has been a lot of fun. Um, even so, this and really and truly, this is the the area where we disagree the most. Because about most movies, really of all genres, we we agree a lot. We do. We really um, do. But this one, this this genre, not at all. So it's been a lot of fun, and uh, ho- <laughs> hope hope you think so as well. But we've got more you know usual genres coming up here in the next few weeks.
1: Yeah, we are going to do cannibals. Um, it's funny because I've wanted to do cannibals And I kept thinking would anybody really like to see And then this whole string came up on the Columbus Horror site that all these people talk about cannibal movies I'm like yeah maybe they would so we'll do that Coming up I love those and medical horror And eventually we will do uh, An evil twins episode uh, Co-hosted by my twin sister Joy Okay, and, and as always, if you have ideas, uh, that's, that's where we get half
0: of these ideas, yeah. really, from, uh, <laughs> from uh, contributions from the Fright Clubbers. So let us know. Easy on Twitter. We're uh, at Mad Wolf M-A-D-D-W-O-L-F. And then please do, take a side. Chime yeah, in on that's this. Right. That's right. Chime in on this, uh, this debate, even though I, I fully know already that I'm going to lose. But- you, can also,
1: you can also leave a message right on goldenspiralmedia.com, which is where the, they, they host this podcast. So you, yeah. can, you can tell us there. You can tell us on Facebook. Yeah, so a Twitter's lot of ways,
0: we've got the conversation rolling every week, and, and we love it, and uh, keep it going. And thanks again to everybody, Bridget and John, and everybody that did that did that fan picks while so we were great. away. That was great. That was great. It, it let us know how easily we can be replaced, is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> They're just, you know, we'll just, I'll just, if a if, uh, strange accidents befall us here in the next <laughs> few weeks... Look up, Bridget. <laughs> Look John. up, John. Okay, that's all we're saying. But uh, and and mark it down if you're in the Central Ohio area. The next Fright Club live is going to be September the 10th yep. at the Gateway. It's going to be Shaitan and 6:30 uh,
1: happy hour, 8 p.m. movie. I promise the movie is batshit insane, and you're going to enjoy <laughs> it. It's going to be great. So again, till then, uh, I'm George Wolf. I'm Hope Madden, and this is the Fright Club podcast. And as always, stay frightful, my friends. I got sold! <laughs>
0: And I'm super bad